Hey church, Pastor Mike. Welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily podcast where we're trying to do three things. One, be helpful to you. Two, be the best church we can possibly be right now. And three, discover the future church our city needs us to be. Come on along. Trying to figure out how to re-church. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for joining me this morning. Right off the bat, I just want to say congratulations to all you parents who have managed your way back into the new school year in whatever form that should be, whether you sent your kids off to school in a completely new paradigm with a mask and a wing and a prayer and hopeful of what how that's going to work itself out, or maybe they didn't leave the house and you are a full-fledged homeschooling family now, and it's a whole family affair, right? If you're a single parent, oh man, my heart goes out to you. I don't Let us help you. Please, please don't be shy to speak up to those that you love, those that are a part of this this Vista family, and let us know how we can help you. All of you, families, (laughs) I know it's a whole family affair, and um, you are are leaning in. I'm proud of you. You've you've made a lot of adjustments. It's been uh, strenuous and strained. I've seen all sorts of Facebook stuff today and different things, and, and, and you're handling it with a smile, and you're excited, and you're helping your kids to lean into it, and God bless you, praying for you. I know it's a big week. Some of you have already been started. Some of you haven't quite, but... Um, most of y'all are making that transition here real soon. The other thing that we're doing every day is talking about what it means to re-church. I'm going to be very brief today and tell you that this is our attempt. Um, it is our intention to follow God through the changes and the learning that this pandemic has thrust upon us. The pandemic is changing everything. It's changing every sector of society. It's changing how we connect. It's changing how we congregate in large groups. Um, And it's changing the way we receive content. And um, we need to learn, just like everybody else, how to be better. In our particular case, that what God has called us to do, take care of one another and to reach those that are far from God. It's very simple. The ReChurch effort, the ReChurch initiative, the ReChurch campaign is to be a better church. It's not to be a church that changes us at the core or it even really changes the personality of who we are specifically as Vista. You're not, it's not going to become unrecognizable. It is to become better as a result of the ways that this pandemic has exposed that we need to get better. Third thing I want to do today is talk to you about or finish talking to you about sort of the big picture of what the Bible is. I did this in, I'm doing it in three parts. Two have already been done. Um, In very quick summary, the first part was to remind us that the Bible is there to tell us the the story, the narrative uh, of God's interactions, his purposes, his dealings with creation, with, with all of mankind. That's what it's about. It was written to a lot of people but it wasn't written to us. It was written for us to be able to understand more fully the mind of God, the heart of God, to experience God even as we read his, about his interactions, as the spirit of God fills our soul as a result of our faith in Christ. We are enabled by the spirit to know this God 
to know who God is and not only know him, to be shaped by him. So rather than the Bible being a self-help book, a, a compilation of, of, of wise sayings that we can uh, go to, glean from, grab onto, and insert in our lives, it, it becomes something far more profound than that. It becomes an experience with God that shapes us into who we are supposed to be so that we are now capable of discovering the way forward discovering um, the, the, the answers to the problems that life presents to us, because they're, they're not all outlined in the, in the book, but we become something that can now navigate life in the manner that God would have us in the, in the image of God. The second part, I just basically laid out sort of the the overarching uh, nature of the Bible from beginning to end, sort of the, the how, how does the narrative go? And I use the acrostic G-O-S-P-E-L. And this week, I simply want to say this, um, the Bible is about God. But what that means is it's not about, at least primarily, you and me. It's not a self-help book. It's not there for me. It can, it can provide that. It's not even there to just learn about the content of the Bible. It's not there to learn about those uh, characters to whom God was interacting with or speaking to. It isn't about them. It's not about us. It's not about uh, our strengths and weaknesses and their strengths and weaknesses and, and overcoming all those things. And don't be wrong, those things happen. But we can't afford to lose the proper perspective on the Bible that it is about God that God is at the center of all things, not us. It's not a book of good ideas that we insert into our lives to make us better. It's a, it's a huge, beautiful, wonderful narrative and communication about God and from God into which we plug ourselves. There's an eternal conversation going on here. God wants to share himself with us through all of the Bible and shape us and all of creation into precisely who he wants us to be for his glory and the good of the world. And why do I spend the time to talk about the Bible, the purpose of the Bible? It is because that is the foundation upon which we reach church. <laughs>